0: This is Perfect Organism, the Alien Saga Podcast. Perfect Organism
1: is the only exclusive alien podcast of its kind with our official discussion group, the Wayland Yutani Bulletin. The next time they send in Marines, they were expendable too. What makes you think they're gonna care about a bunch of lifers who found God at the ass end of space? You really think they're gonna let you interfere with their plans for this thing? They think we're. we're crud. And they don't give a fuck about one friend of yours that's. that's died. Not one. Hello, folks. Before we begin uh, this episode, I just wanted to record a bit of a disclaimer. Um, unfortunately, as we've discussed, um, as you've seen on our Facebook page, Alien Covenant has been a very volatile and polarizing film. Um, and it's kind of hard for me personally to continue talking about it, not because I want to trash it, but I, you know, I was colossally disappointed in it. There are some very specific things about Covenant that I love. Absolutely love and adore. Um, but a lot of it I don't. And uh, and most of my... Most of what I talk about or have talked about or have spoken about or discussed is uh, my frustrations. And really my frustrations aren't so much like, Oh my God, I hate this movie. It's more of just disappointment. And I really wanted... Alien Covenant to be the film that brought us back together as, as a fandom. Um, and I realize, obviously, that there are many people who love Alien Covenant. Absolutely. And I, I think that that's awesome. And I applaud that. And I, I think it's great. And, you know, uh, we all love different things. um, But as we go forward, I, myself personally, I have decided to stop discussing it. um, Not because I'm afraid to, but I don't really want to add to more polarization. I really don't. I don't want to add to any more um, disunity in the in the fan base, and I'm seeing the fan base kind of pivot back to towards the um, the classic series, the original trilogy. Um, and uh, there's just a very it's fandom is interesting right now. Um, I think there's a lot of people who are irate or frustrated or disappointed, and people who loved it and who were great, or people who were like, "Oh, great things, but." Problems or people who loved it, but they also see problems, um, and I don't want my opinions, uh, which are strong, um, to take away from anyone who did love it or her, who maybe who don't who don't feel like uh, Alien Covenant. Is as bad or has as many problems as I think it does. So, with that said, this is the last time that I personally am going to discuss Alien Covenant in a somewhat critical fashion. This next episode, uh, you're going to hear uh, between Ryan and myself. Uh, we're just kind of discussing discussing marketing and um, many kind of different aspects and where the where the series goes from here. Um, a lot of different things. Um, So we try and stay away from kind of talking about the film. I think you guys at this point know how we feel. Um, To be quite honest, I don't want to lose listeners uh, because of my opinion, not because I'm not afraid of sharing my opinion. I'm not. I I just, uh, I think unity is more important than constantly harping on a film because it's not going to change it. So with that said, I hope you enjoy this next episode. Um... Ryan and I had a great time discussing it. There is a lot of frustration. There is a lot of unrest. Um, So I just really felt like I needed to record this um, disclaimer before we started the formal episode, just just to let people know. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, We are nothing without the people who listen and download our episodes and like our Facebook page. Thanks again so much. Welcome to Perfect Organism, the Alien Saga Podcast. I am your host, J.M. Prater, and this is... Ryan, yeah,
0: glad to be back. hope everyone's doing well.
1: Yeah, um, it's been a while since it was just Ryan and I talking. Uh, we've had some episodes in between. Um, I believe this is episode, this is going to be episode maybe 56. Um- yeah,
0: yeah, that's right. Because uh, David and Michael just did one yep. that we that you posted yeah. I think today or last night or something. That's, uh, uh, today, I think I posted. Oh, today. It. Okay. Yeah. That was good. Um, yeah. And they'll, yeah.
1: They'll, they'll, that'll be a new entry, which is great. It's actually really exciting for me, hopefully for you, just uh, um, to have uh, our co hosts and our roundtable kind of do their own thing. It's really exciting to me. It's in mm-hmm. fact, it's where I want our podcast to go, where we're kind of, all, we, we both sets of people have their own voices and they're doing their mm-hmm. own things. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but we're here to discuss a myriad of different things. A, a lot of them kind of are going to surround covenant, but not. So we're not going to really talk about covenant. You guys have heard our opinions. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to really talk about kind of the effects of covenant and what's yeah. where, where where fandom is at, where where Fox is at, where is the series going? The box mm-hmm. office numbers are pretty bad. Uh, last weekend it made four million dollars. Um, the Ooh, film is not. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah I like- the
1: film isn't. It's really not performing well, um, and that's probably. A kinder statement. Covenant made $36 million its first weekend. Um, and yeah. It was kind of a, a underperformed. They, expe- they hoped for $40 million. Um,
0: yeah. And then... It and, was, yeah, they, they kind of emphasized, oh, it's a number one movie, but it was still disappointing, yeah. you know, especially with the films it was going up against. I mean, there wasn't much that weekend. Um, and I had, I guess they were just... <laughs> Uh, way, uh, way too high of hopes that I was going to be, you know, yeah. 50, 60, 70 million. <laughs> Me too. And it too. It Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was like 36. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I know that the, uh, I think it cost about 30%. Was it 3% less or 30 million less? Maybe it was about the same um, than Prometheus. So I, I, went, I had a feeling that they they knew that it wasn't going to perform as well fi- or they had the idea maybe that it wasn't going to perform yeah. as financially yeah um, maybe because it was a harder R than Prometheus was or what but um, but yeah it's just the, the box office has been disappointing on it um, especially since that first week I mean first week and you know, it was kind of disappointing and then had like an eighty percent drop the second weekend. Yeah, which was um,
1: historical. It's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's part huge. of it, and part of it was because of Pirates of the Caribbean and other films. But uh, yeah, really, yeah. also word of mouth really spread quickly. This, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like negative word of mouth so much. It was just mixed. People were like, "Yeah, well, I don't know, I don't know." Some people yeah. were like, "Hey, man, it's awesome, I love it." Other people were like it's terrible. I don't, or yeah, it was interesting. I'm not sure if I'm going back. And so when you tell that to people, other people are like, Oh really? Yeah. Oh, maybe I'll wait, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and social media, I mean, it can, it can, you know, look at wonder woman, wonder woman. Mm -hmm. I mean, people are like, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. It's awesome. It's awesome. Really? 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 And boom, a hundred million dollars. You know? oh yeah um and then with, with covenant it wasn't that way it was hey mm-hmm. it's, it's interesting there's some great things about it oh yeah yeah oh um yeah well, oh, oh okay well <laughs> maybe we'll see it next weekend i don't know we're gonna go see pirates of the caribbean first right yeah <laughs> not to say that that was a great movie either i haven't seen it but you know it's a fifth it's the fifth sequel right yeah it's
0: probably more of the same yeah so yeah it's more johnny depp acting drunk Let's
1: check. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but really i mean uh uh the box office pretty spoke pretty clearly about covenant and, um, Mm -hmm. uh, it's unfortunate. You know, we, we had high hopes for the film uh, or at least the performance of the film. Um, and and certainly it, the film not doing well financially, um, has an impact on whether we'll see more films. And actually Aaron Percival told me this. I, I, I don't know why I didn't know this, but I did know this. He said, um, that, uh, studios make most of their profits off their films the first weekend and then their profits yeah. start, the percentages go down later on. Right. Um, the theaters start making more off it. So they really need a big, huge weekend. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, mm-hmm. and if they don't get it, then they're like, oh, well, how do we make up for this? Um, yeah. So yeah, the, the the writing is kind of on the wall. I mean, it's this mm-hmm. is the, probably the fourth weekend coming up. Fourth the fourth weekend that Covenant's been out, and it's essentially yeah. kind of disappeared.
0: Yeah, and uh, it's I don't think it's open yet. Maybe in China um, and some other some other international like bigger countries where you know it could be more successful there. But China's going to take an even bigger percentage yeah. of. Uh, the tickets um and but you know what I'm in a way I remember I posted something about you know hoping that this movie would fail financially because I was so disappointed with it um even though there was elements of it that I really enjoyed um I felt overall I didn't want this film to succeed because this isn't the kind of alien film I want I mean I felt that this franchise needed um and, uh, you know, it's, um, and it, you know, don't think of the consequence of, you know, if this film doesn't do well, we might not get any alien film, period. Um, you know, so it's, um, yeah, so I, I'm just hoping this franchise just needs a shot in the arm or something, just needs something that's these films aren't doing. And Prometheus and Covenant are not, um, they're just not Connecting with fandom well They're not connecting with the casual movie Goer they're They're just uh they're very polarizing Um and I think I mean we talked You know so much about When we were talking about Prometheus For all those episodes and weeks And how polarizing it was for fandom I think Covenant's been even more polarizing I would agree, uh, I yeah. would agree.
1: And I feel like and I said this on my last Podcast with William or with Bill um that I feel like, to me, Prometheus seems a little more focused than Covenant. Um, mm-hmm. Prometheus, they were telling a very specific story about the origins of man. Um, mm-hmm. And that was the through line, and I knew that. If I can, someone can say, what, what, what's Prometheus about? Well, Prometheus is set in the alien universe, and it ex- explores the space jockey and the origins of man. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, mm-hmm. Now, I don't really like it, but that's, well, whatever. What's Covenant about? Well, Covenant is about this crew... That wakes up, and they intercept a beat distress beacon. Then they go discover it. And Sounds like find, alien. Yeah, yeah, it does sound a lot like alien. And then they <laughs> yeah. go meet David, and I mean covenant. It's not clear what covenant it's about. Right. But, yeah. Um, and yeah. I, 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 I think uh, before we continue, and yeah, let let.
0: Just th- then. go for
1: it. <laughs> well, I, I, I just think that uh fandom is a weird thing. And we always we yeah. talked about fans and fans not knowing what they want. Um yeah. and I think largely that's true, but actually Bill Bill Robbie of the Wayland dutani Bull Bulletin right. said, you know, Jamie, I'm gonna disagree with you a little bit. He goes, I think fandom do, does know what they want, and I think they want heart and they want passion. And I say, actually no, I agree. And I yeah. think um but part of that also falls in line with focus. Um, mm-hmm. wanting focus. Uh, what, yeah. what is the story about kind of wanting a clear line? Um, mm-hmm. but, and I say all that, um, I think it's hard as fans to have discussions and I found myself frustrated with, yeah. uh, asserting an opinion that I don't really enjoy covenant or there's parts of it. I don't like, there's parts of it. I love, and there's parts of it. I loathe. And then that opinion is then perceived and interpreted as I hate covenant. Yeah, which is categorically not true. I right. do not hate that film. There's parts of it I love. I will I will buy it on Blu-ray. I'll buy the steel book. I bought the making mm. of the book. Um, I'm yeah. invested in the series. Um, yeah, this it's covenant is frustrating to me because I, more so than Prometheus because I'm so conflicted about it. Right, um, and we mm. as fans should be able to have this discussion and have it be nuanced and 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 multi-layered without feeling like oh we're hating we're haters we're the enemy um and that's so much what's happening today in fandom yeah. um but also talking about fandom the alien fans specifically uh, were almost in constant P- ptsd um, yeah and that in in collaboration with disunity we're not a unified fan base um we're all over the place right i love covenant i hate it i Mm -hmm. love prometheus i don't like it or this is this about it and this about where i like this part but i don't like this part and how dare they Mm -hmm. do that oh how dare you not like prometheus it was amazing what's wrong with you how you know you're not Mm -hmm. a real fan or um you know and it's those kinds of conversations this is what's this is what's kind of ongoing right yeah very well in the alien fandom and it's exhausting Um, yeah it's so exhausting to me and it's Mm -hmm. frustrating to me that there's not a film that can unify us no there hasn't been a film that's unified us since aliens
0: right yeah and uh i agree it's been it's been hard to see and it's been discouraging um and you know I, i i guess i kind of wondered um sometimes you know why why people are taking some of the opinions of others so it seems personal yeah. you know it seems like it's uh, you know there's something about this franchise um, that hits people on a personal level and I think you know um, especially uh, with Ripley um, and in, you know uh, and I know for especially for you you know you've you personally I, I identify with Ripley and her struggle and um, and I think so many people can identify with some of the characters of the first two or, you know, arguably three films. And it's just, uh, you know, there's it's something about them that really reaches people um, on a deeper level. And, you know, when they feel like their opinion, their feeling on one of the films in the franchise is being attacked, it's almost like they're being attacked. Yeah. Um, yeah. In some, you know, conscious or subconscious way. It's, um, you know, and they had, and there's a feeling like they need to lash back. Um, and you know, I, I, it, yeah, it is kind of heartbreaking. You know, I want, I want the franchise to have a film where people are all, you know, we might not, we're not all going to let love or all going to hate, um, a film, you know, um, And it's, you know, there's always going to be differing opinions, even with, you know, Alien Resurrection, which, you know, most of us hate. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I really want, uh, I really want a film that, you know, just gets people excited. And, you know, every, and people are, you know, talking to each other on social media and being, you know, um, respectful and like wanting to talk about the, you know, deeper things and things they love about it. And, you know, it's. It's, you know, the community is more about, it's more than just, you know, let's talk about films, you know. This is a way to um, connect with others, you know, and to um, to have that, uh, like I said, just having that community. Because sometimes, you know, um, some of the people that follow us are on the way to any tiny bulletin. They might not have that connection with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can, you know... I can identify with that a little bit too, you know, and just, um, you know, maybe there's people that just don't understand, you know, kind of like what they enjoy or what they like, or, um, you know, and they, they feel a little bit isolated. Um, and our, our fandom is a way to connect with others and to feel that have that friendship. It might not be, you know, you know, hanging out with people face to face or something, but there's, you know, it's, it's something that I think is very important just for, on a, just a very human level yeah. to have that. And it's hard to see that. It's hard to see people jawing at each other and, you know, saying negative, condescending things. And, um, you know, I, I never wanted to get to that point. And that's what's, that's what's frustrating the most about covenant to me is that it's made things even worse in fandom yeah. from what I, from what I've seen even yeah. more so than Prometheus. Um, and, you know, and it's just, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been sad to see. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I'm hoping that I'm respectful of everyone's opinions. I know there's a lot of people that love Covenant, um, and love Prometheus and, uh, you know, and others obviously hate both. And, <laughs> you know, I, uh, I feel like I'm more somewhere in the middle, um, I feel like I can kind of empathize with both views, but, uh, you know, I, I, I just hope everyone, you know, someone who loves them and someone who hates them can kind of talk to each other or, um, and communicate a little bit more, you know, just, you know, intelligently and respectfully and, you know, but, you know, you can't, uh, can't force that. That just has to be something that kind of comes more naturally. But I, I, you know, yeah, like you said, I just want, I really want there to be a film that, um that comes out that just uh, that just brings a lot more um, joy to the fandom you yeah. know yeah um, and that we can all you know at least most of us can really just love and um, and you know that I think that will help help the community a lot but uh you know it's not like I'm expecting everyone to hold hands and sing Kumbaya. <laughs> yeah. but uh, you know it's uh but you know yeah just it's just... Just bums me out that there's uh, just so much animosity and polarization right now. Yeah, so.
1: and really, it is the polarization, you know. And I've discussed this, you know, with you and with uh, the boys. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I, I don't. There's this. The uh, again, and I, I this is my Facebook status today. The idea that if you don't agree with someone, you're polarized into this. Either you hate this, or you're an enemy of this. Mm-hmm. as opposed to well no I just don't agree with you or I don't agree with your opinion but I'm fine that you have that opinion you know mm-hmm. um whereas it's it's interpolated if that's the right term um yeah. as to this thing where all of a sudden your opinion is th- a threat to them mm-hmm. um and that's where we are and not just in fandom but in, as a society uh where oh, yeah. uh, your negative your opposing view isn't just an opposing view it's a threat to my existence um, right, yeah. and so we're, mm-hmm. there's this divide, like the, like the, like the Red Sea in the Bible or whatever. Um, and there yeah. shouldn't be, we should be able to have detailed and nuanced discussions and live in the gray as opposed to, oh, no, you're on white or you're on black, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it's, it's frustrating to me. It's frustrating to me that I can uh, assert an opinion uh, which might be critical or positive or whatever, um, right. and I've asserted opinion that hey, I love Alien Three, and then someone said that yeah. movie's garbage. But yeah. it's okay; yeah. they can think that. I don't dislike them because they don't, you know, they don't, right. You know, uh, they they think that Alien Three is garbage or whatever, or they think it ruined the series or whatever. That's fine, that you know. Um, and part yeah. of I kind of think part of I think I'm thinking about Prometheus and I'm thinking about Covenant. Um, there's there's kind of so much to kind of take in and i really feel like what these two films are missing that the other three before them the and i don't count resurrection in this i don't the other three alien aliens and alien three there was someone to believe in there was someone to fight for Mm -hmm. um and in prometheus we had this new character named elizabeth shaw that kind of really wasn't that executed that well even though parts of her performance were great the bed pod and all that and then oh here's covenant she's gone Here's here's Daniels, um, yeah. and who wasn't that memorable, um, who didn't really all. step up. At the end of Alien, Ripley really stepped up. She mm-hmm. was the only one we had. And so yeah. we we either believed in her or we didn't. Um, and this is not to say that we need another Ripley clone. What I'm saying is Alien has always been me rallying around someone I believed in. Mm-hmm. and We've had two films, and I don't have that, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's not to say that these other ideas that are happening in these films aren't bad. They're not, they're actually pretty interesting Mm -hmm. um, and they're pretty relevant. Um, But by, by the time we had aliens, Ripley was Ripley was our pivot point. Right. right, So right now, who do we, what are we pivoting around? Um, We're not really pivoting around the alien because it was kind of here nor there. Mm -hmm. And even though I, I like Tennessee, um, he was good, but I'm not really, yeah. I'm not really, he's not like, Oh yeah, Tennessee survived. I don't really care
0: yeah,
1: so much one way or the other, if he survived or not, there wasn't mm-hmm. really enough character building for him. Great performance, great execution. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of miss having someone to believe in, um, yeah. and I don't care who that someone is. Um, and that's part of the, the, the emptiness that I'm felt, th- I feel with covenant and with, right. with Prometheus It's just kind of this this lack of cohesive story whereas prometheus started out with this one thing oh we're going in a different direction now we're it's called yeah. alien now and we're throwing some aliens in there even though we don't really want to and we think they're overplayed we're throwing them in there anyways yeah um yeah so i, I just i don't know what to latch on to and that's mm-hmm. a little bit part of my disappointment but that in no way takes away from other people who do find some something to latch on to yeah and they love it more power mm-hmm. to you let's have those discussions right um, yeah i just i hope and wish that we as fans um uh can from at some point just engage in conversations without taking things personally and think you know what and i really i want to i want a, like you do Ryan i want a, a cohesive fan base now maybe yeah. we won't everyone in the world won't love this film but the problem with i think that that covenant has created is it's this kind of it's again, it's just this, this di- the divide um, mm-hmm. where not yeah. enough people like it. So you have people in all these different camps and, right. uh, and, and for some of them, people take it personally. I take it personally and I don't take it personally. Like from Ridley Scott, like screw you Ridley Scott. Um, yeah. But it's hard to love a, a series of films um, that you've loved so dearly that are, aren't offering you, um, the same type of content before and that yeah. even that that comment right there that i just made is also going to be uh, people are going to scrutinize so like well it's not the same films stop trying to expect the same things that you wanted from the films of the 80s and 79 yeah. people there's there's criticism for that too like mm-hmm. we want the same things over and over and over and that's not what yeah. i'm saying at all i'm just saying give me something to invest in please give right. me something to invest in right now i don't have that and i aliens aren't enough for me to invest in um Mm -hmm. tech is not enough for me invest in cool ships are not enough um aesthetics are not enough i need more than that
0: yeah and uh yeah i I think uh it seems to me that maybe really scott and fox want us to latch on to david but the thing is david is an antagonist um and it's you know, there's, um, you know, some horror franchises where, you know, obviously the this antagonist carries over from film to film. And um, I just don't think it works for Prometheus and Covenant and for this series. I just don't, um, you know, we, we, I, I feel like this, mo- these films need a, a, like a legitimate protagonist, a hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I just don't think um, we have that yet. Uh, we, and Yeah, and they killed off Shaw. Um, You know, I didn't really like Shaw that much uh, anyways, but I remember leading up to Covenant, everyone wanted to know what happened to Shaw. Shaw was like our, you know, the one, you know, the kind of the hero of the story. Um, David was sort of this, you know, um, childish, but kind of sort of malevolent, but... um, you know, Android just trying to find his creator, give his creator more life, um, and then he ends up, obviously, in um, Covenant being uh, much more malevolent. And uh, and then Shaw's killed off. Okay, well there goes our protagonist. So now we have Daniels, and now now she's stuck in a in a pod or whatever. And who knows? At the beginning of the, if they ever do a sequel, um, she might end up. She might die right away or something. I I don't know. There's yeah. just no one to like you said to latch on to and uh I think that's hurting the series and hurting these films. Yeah. Um and uh I find, you know, Dave Dave to be an interesting character, but uh I thought even more so in Prometheus than uh Covenant. Um Covenant, I I don't know, just wasn't quite as on board, even though there's some interesting stuff with him in it. But uh you know, I just, uh, it's just, yeah, it's just frustrating. Um, and yeah, I just, we'll see what happens though. I mean, the way the film's going, I mean, Fox might do an about face and go in a different direction or they might, who knows, who knows what'll happen. Yeah. So. And,
1: uh, to pivot around what you're saying too, I, I really think, well, a lot of this is pointing back to a couple of words, passion and heart. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, you know, I wrote this piece called Fox Struggles to Get Alien Right, um, and I published it uh, a couple days ago. Um, but yeah. really, the heart of the piece that I wrote really, um, and I, I talked a little bit about James Cameron and where he was when he got the gig for Aliens. Um, mm-hmm. He was a struggling filmmaker. He did Piranha 2. He had just written the script for ter- The Terminator David Geiler and Walter Hill saw it and they really liked it. And because yeah. they liked it, they had a meeting with him to hear some of his ideas, which they didn't like a lot of, or they didn't mm-hmm. really find interest in, but they pitched him just quickly. They pitched him aliens or the sequel yeah. to aliens. And the premise only was Ripley and soldiers. And uh, Cameron took that and he ran with it. And he based yeah. a lot of it off of an existing story that he had written, an original story called mother, which is kind of funny. Kind Interesting. Of oddly, oddly yeah. ironic, <laughs> just the term, um, <laughs> And, and, uh, you know, and then if you know, kind of fast uh, rewind earlier, you have Dan O'Bannon and um, Mm -hmm. his story and this passion and um, work that it took for them to get their stories realized, to get them sold, to get them pitched, rewritten and then rewritten again. And then all these things. Um, Ripley is who she is because of how O'Bannon wrote her, you know, right. Um, Mm And really what all that points to is this heart and this passion and these existing stories that ha- that were there b- before the, you know, the, it wasn't Fox saying, oh, well, we have this story idea or we have a, a couple of ideas or we have about 10 to 15 ideas and we want to bring some writers in to kind of turn those ideas into a story. Those right. are, That's not how good stories, uh, at least good films are made. Yeah. Um, and I think really what's... What's um hurting these films um and obviously I'll say alien resurrection as well, um because mm-hmm. it was the same thing, and even the aVP films there were the, there were these concept ideas right um and oftentimes what you see in a comic book isn't gonna translate well to the screen. It just right mm-hmm. um, but alien sorely sorely the the series the franchise sorely needs um someone who is like. Duncan Jones, or who's like Neil Blomkamp, or the director for Colossal, he's just said that he would love to to make an Alien film, Yeah, um, who has this drive and this passion, I have a story to tell, I have a story to tell, please let me tell my story, let me tell my story, and having them fight to tell that story, you know, mm-hmm. um, and you see that struggle with Alien, you see that there's a story that fought to be... um. Yeah. told and it was told beautifully you know but there were right. things going on behind the scenes too that were you know um budget concerns and all this and all that and all this mm-hmm. kind of struggle to get this film made um yeah you saw you know i mean and it was a little bit of a struggle to get aliens made too you yeah. don't have this cart bunch like yes do whatever you want to it's like no you have a you have a deadline uh we yeah. want to know what you're doing we this is you have a, a budget and you can't you, you have to try to come in on budget or under budget um mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so there's a lot of kind of things going on there. And I think this cohesion of a story, you need a storyteller to tell. And I I don't think that Ridley Scott sitting in a a boardroom saying, yeah, you know, I have this idea for this. And then I have this idea for that. And uh, why don't you bring in the the new hot screenwriter and uh, have him turn it into a script? Because then what you have is someone who is like, oh, sure. Well, I guess I can write a story.
0: Right. Um, what, yeah.
1: Tell me more of your ideas. Tell me more. Okay, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, we need someone who's like, no, I have a story. I've had a story in my head and in my heart for about 10 years. And re- can you please let me tell the story? Um, yeah. And that's what Covenant is, or that's what Alien, the saga, is sorely missing. And right. so you have these films that are made through committee. And they're mm-hmm. not succeeding. And they're falling on their face. Or... Part of them are, or, or elements are, and elements aren't. And so then the fan base is then reflecting that, where, hey, I love right. this portion, but I hated that portion. Or this was yeah. interesting, but I'm not sure about this. Whereas with Alien and Aliens, and now largely Alien 3, people are like, no, this was great. This was great. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and, it, and it struck a chord in me. And uh, really, people are looking for someone to identify with. That's you know, Right. And um, uh, people, there's nothing for us to really identify. We can say, oh, no, that was cool. But you you need to identify with someone. So, anyways, sorry about that right. long winded. But uh, that's that's kind of where I'm at right now with uh, how Alien moves forward.
0: Right. Yeah, and you're right. I mean, there there's a disjointed aspect to us, even more so in Covenant, I think, than Prometheus. Um, you know, where you know Covenant has um, it's you know two different two different people. Had the story wrote the story, and then two other people worked on the screenplay um, and then you have Scott who's in that ni- you know making alien back in nineteen seventy nine was a real struggle for him now he's this big time you know he's a legend basically in the in the industry he can pretty much do whatever he wants he's getting pulled in fifty different directions because he's got all these different projects either producing or directing or executive producing um and you know there's no uh it's not a struggle for him and i i just don't feel like his heart is in that into it it's just kind of another gig uh Mm -hmm. and he has he has these ideas that he seems you know really interested in exploring but they're just ideas and you know when it comes to you know trying to get these writers to write this coherent script you know um and I don't know, maybe the script is more coherent, but then, you know, Scott, you know, does, you know, these one or two take, you know, scenes or whatever, and then he goes in the editing room and like, okay, so right now it's about two and a half hours. Well, I need to cut this down to two just because that's a, you know, it should be about two hours long. And he starts cutting stuff out that kind of screws with the the pacing of the film. And Mm -hmm. it's, but, you know, he's just trying to, Get this into the two-hour t- slot and it's just and it's like all right well moving on to the next thing and, you know it just doesn't seem like he's he's that passionate about it anymore and I know and it seemed really obvious in covenant that you know he still very much thought the the creature you know the Zeno was cooked and it just was so it just felt so shoehorned in mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah you know they really need someone just you know from start to finish that um that really has this desire and drive to um, tell a really you know compelling story in the alien universe and get to um, you know from you know start to finish and you know maybe there is some struggle with budget or whatever but you know um, I feel like you know and there's no guarantee that Bloom Camp's alien film would have been uh, amazing it could have been really bad yeah but, uh, totally. It felt like he really, like he was passionate about this. He wanted to do it, yeah. um, and I felt like Fox, at least initially, was on board, and then Ridley kind of came in like, no, I kind of want to take this franchise back, and like, okay, well, we're gonna go with a guy with a, you know, a huge resume, um, mm-hmm. or the Bloom camp, and it's just so disappointing to, to hear he's not even gonna get a chance. Um, at least that's, at least that's how it looks right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. but, uh, you know, it's, you're, but you're right. They they need someone to kind of put like this, this focus and, you know, where you can watch the movie and tell this person really was passionate about it. The person that made this film. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, just something that's very cohesive, very, um, where the characters really come to life and it doesn't feel like it's, uh, edited and cut up, um, you know, and post production to you know make things feel disjointed. So, like you said, some things, some things are great, and then, but this part's really bad. And you know, it's just, um, yeah. I just, man, I would love it if someone, if they just brought s- someone on board who um, really loves the franchise and has a great story to tell. Yeah. And yeah, um, that's what Cameron that's what Cameron did. That's what Scott did back then. And, you know, yeah. he's, um,
1: and even Fincher, Fincher it, loved yeah, alien. Yeah. You know, he was alien was one of his favorite films. And so for him, it was like, yeah, let yeah. me tell the story, you know?
0: Yeah. And yeah, unfortunately they, they pretty much, you know, cut his balls off, you know, trying to do the yeah. you know, film it and just, you know, now he never hardly even wants to say anything about it except just, how horrible an experience it was for him. I really felt like, yeah, Fincher as well. He had this desire, um, to make another great alien film, but, uh, he was just very muted. Unfortunately by studio interference, um, still ended up being a really good film, I think in the end, but, uh, I would just, uh, I would have loved to see now. I mean, now if Fincher wanted to make an alien film. They said, okay, whatever, whatever budget you want, just go make whatever movie you want. We're just, we're fully on board. Um, it would have been great to see what he could have done with, you know, full creative control. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, just, oh, we'll see, Jamie. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Yeah. Uh, but, I, I, yeah. I, I think about Marvel and I think about DC, but more so Marvel. But just in general in Project if I want someone on, if I want someone helming a film or a, or a universe, I want someone who loves that universe. Right. I want someone who's been, you know, a fan of that universe. I don't want someone that's on a fence, on the fence. I want someone who's been committed. Um, right. Like if I want someone to make a comic book film, I want them to have loved the the comic books or the characters that they're making. I like really, to me, that is a a prerequisite. Um, mm-hmm. If you. Um, like, I, I feel like if you're going to make an Alien film, you need to have better loved the Alien films. Um, right. And have a drive and a passion. I don't want you on the fence about the Alien. I don't, you know, I want all of your commitment there. Yeah. Um, and I think with uh, with Ridley Scott, I, I it's, it's difficult because he's made some great films in his past. Oh, um, yeah. And uh, I think probably the last couple of great films he made... Are Kingdom of Heaven and um, Black Hawk Down. Um, uh, the, Mart- the Martian, notwithstanding, I really don't even feel like it's a Ridley Scott film. I feel like it's more of right. a Matt Damon film that Ridley Scott made. You know, right, yeah. uh, everything was so on board, uh, on point with that script. Ridley Scott didn't have to do much. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. but also it was, if you look at it, there was an existing book, so the mm-hmm. storyteller. Yeah. There was a story there. So Ridley Scott picked right up on that. It wasn't based off of any of his his ideas. He didn't really have any kind of input as to where the story was going to go. The story was there. Um, And he thought, Mm -hmm. hey, this is a worthwhile story. And it shined. And it was great. It was kind of lighthearted and humorous and also Mm -hmm. serious. Um, But in terms of Alien, you know, and we've discussed this before, Ridley Scott has been on the fence about the aliens. Like, eh, they're cooked. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really sure. And you can tell when you see the film that he doesn't really think much of it. Yeah. Um and there's no real reverence. you know, you can tell yeah. when someone treats something with respect and reverence as mm-hmm. opposed to if they don't think much of it. you can tell you can tell right yeah. away um, mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's what unfortunately hurt Covenant a little bit um, despite some of the the other great things that were in. It. In fact, one of the things that was in Covenant that I really wished I would have seen more of was David's lab. I think I thought mm-hmm. that was intriguing. I would have loved to have seen seen more of it and heard like, yes, I experimented it with this where I was doing this and I was going for this and here's some of the drawings. You don't really, they Mm -hmm. kind of blew right past it, you know? It's kind of, uh, what do you call it? This uh, Frankenstein-ish lab. We blew right through um, Mm -hmm. and we caught caught a couple of glimpses of uh, Shaw and Shaw's body, um, but we didn't really, and that was a really intriguing part. That was a very alien, very disturbing thing. Um, and Mm -hmm. one of the things I think the best part of Alien Resurrection is when Ripley goes into the clone room and uh, she sees all of these kind of aborted or miscarried or whatever except for that one version of her that's on the table that's alive still I mean that's just that was a really intense uh, alien mm -hmm. scene there you know Mm -hmm. Um, and I but we're talking about heart and I feel like I did see Ridley Scott's heart in Covenant and I saw his heart during the discussion between Walter and David, um, Mm -hmm. which little trivia here, David Hill and Walt, Walter Hill and David Geiler um, are the original producers. So then we have these androids named Walter and David, which I think is a little bit funny. Um, (laughs) But you see this banter between them and this kind of discovery of who they are and this kind of learning. And it's it's this kind of biblical Cain and Abel thing and then Cain Mm -hmm. and Abel fight. And that is Ridley Scott's heart right there. On the yeah. screen. This idea of what of this idea of these religious conversations and who are we and all these things. Hey. And I think Ridley Scott, he's almost eighty. He's kind of nearing the end of his life. And these are conversations you have at the end of towards the end of your life. What does mm-hmm. life mean? What was this about? Ridley Scott's gone through some very difficult things. He's lost two of his brothers. Yeah. Um some very there's darkness that kind of shroud his kind of family life. Um and uh, I see that evident in in these conversations he had in the beginning with yeah. Wayland and David, and then in the, towards the end with David and Walter. Um, mm-hmm. And that's the story that Ridley Scott wanted to tell. And I think unfortunately he had to shoehorn that story in a fil- in a series he's not really that interested in, you know. Right. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree, and I I kind of feel that uh, I you know. Uh, I think I mentioned it, um, you know, the the bulletin or on our page, but uh, I just feel like that he's he's more interested in exploring some of the themes from, um, you know, philosophically from the Blade Runner series uh, in these films, and uh, you know, he's kind of bringing these ideas into the Alien series, um, and you know, he's wanting to kind of expand on those on those things, um, you know, through David and, um, and Walter and I just, uh, they're, they're almost like, you know, Covenant and Prometheus have basically become, in my opinion, like thematic sequels to Blade Runner in a way, or spiritual sequels in a way. Um, and, uh, I just don't know. I don't, I don't think it's working though for these films. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this these are... You know, the, obviously, Alien is a very, very deep movie. A lot of themes in that. I, I, but um, you know, I just don't think that they're the right things to explore in this series. Um, maybe, or maybe they're just not being explored in the, in the, the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I can appreciate that he wants to, you know, get into these, you know, deep, deep themes. I think they're really important questions. Um, but uh, I just don't, I just don't think it's working right for for covenant for prometheus mm-hmm. um and i just think that uh you know maybe it'll work great if they kind of look more into it in blade runner 2049 which i can't can't wait for yeah um, yeah but uh but yeah but for these films um it's just it's just not gelling as well as i was um i was hoping um yeah so yeah
1: and i here's a question and i'll pose it to you what is mm-hmm. covenant, what is covenant about Um,
0: well, I, I guess, (laughs) yeah, it's a good question. Um, you know, it's, I think it's, it's mainly, I mean, and I'm, I think you mentioned it or maybe, and maybe some other people too, that really covenant should have been called David. Um, it's, uh, it's really this exploration of David and his, um, his becoming, more human-like and you know i think there was something posted maybe it was by avp galaxy or um, sci-fi or something about you know the question does this movie's going to explore does david have a soul and it kind of gets into that a little bit um but you know it's really about this character study of david but he's just you know by by the end he's just so unlikable and you know um yeah obviously he's an antagonist and we're not really supposed to like him but there's but you know you kind of lose that sense of you know someone to kind of um want to invest in in that point point. and it's just uh he's um he's a very interesting character i thought he was even more interesting in prometheus um you know, it's definitely my favorite part of that film. Mm-hmm. Um, He's sort of morally an- ambiguous in that one, but then in Covenant, you know, he just ends up being just pretty much evil, straight evil, you know. Or just um, crazy. Right, or crazy, yeah. Um, And, uh, yeah, and then, you know, he kind of seems like he's, you know, and, and yeah, he kind of gets away, you know, obviously as a non-Hollywood ending, which is fine. Um, but, you know, there aren't any characters to really rally around outside of him. But, you know, I just felt like this movie, I feel like these movies would have been way better off just not having any connection at all to the Alien series. Yeah, or just yeah. taking uh, the aliens
1: out they, of them. Right,
0: yeah. Yeah, especially Covenant. You know, they didn't need need the Xenos in it. Um, obviously, Scott didn't want them in it. Um, you know, it's just it should have just been exploring maybe just another film about exploring AI and, you know, Android and, you know, the possibility of what it means to be human and, you know, all those things. And, um, yeah, I just, it just didn't, didn't work as well for me in these films. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah and that was the thing with the marketing. I know you want to talk a little bit we yeah. talked a little bit about the marketing and I just felt like they kind of marketed it as a not kind of they really marketed it as a another an alien film um but it wasn't what it wasn't really that you know it was uh it was this study of david and mm-hmm. um yeah it just uh it maybe it would have worked better if I kind of went in with that expectation um but still i even even with that it just uh it just didn't flow well and there's mix of good and then bad and just um poor poor pacing character decisions things like that that kind of hurt prometheus too but mm-hmm. um but yeah so
1: yeah i would agree i think the marketing the marketing was interesting because you know the marketing for prometheus was off the chain it was amazing mm-hmm. um, but part of the problem with the marketing for Prometheus was that they were marketing a film that we weren't going to see. Um, and then they, every clip, I mean, they showed everything, everything. Mm -hmm. And then with, with covenant, they did the exact same thing. Right. Um, Instead of keeping the alien in the shadows and not revealing it, um, which they should have done, they should have Mm -hmm. really taken care to like, let's not blow our load. You Mm -hmm. know, um, let's, let's like, uh, let's wait. You know, let's uh, have a lot of foreplay first, you know, (laughs) let's get it in there. Good. (laughs) Um, But uh, and I I, the marketing for Covenant. um, Well, it started off very interesting because it was kind of like, well, where is the marketing for Covenant? And then, of course, but then a lot of the marketing for Covenant was character pieces, which I thought, whoa, this is great. This is going to be a character film. And then it really wasn't a character film. Right. Um, you learned more about these characters in these little vignettes than you did. Mm-hmm. And even these TV spots where you see Daniels asking mother all these questions and the this, this scene's not even in the film.
0: Right. Um, mm-hmm.
1: So you don't really re- even remember what she's saying, um, but there, it's clip after clip after clip after clip, and then they release Alien on Alien Day, and they show you ten minutes of the film, and those ten minutes are the most exciting minutes of the film, which yeah. are the back burst and the, and the throat burst. Right. So they're blowing their load over and over and over. <laughs> like Alien was made in the shadows. It was mm-hmm. like, and I think about even like Star Wars; those films are under lock and key oh um,
0: yeah
1: yeah why are they doing this with alien the films that should be under lock and key aren't mm-hmm. um, like don't show us the alien if you're going to represent this to us put it in the shadows or mm-hmm. and maybe show us one kind of glimpse they use that that one shot of the alien and i talked about this with bill um on that little drop ship or whatever it was yeah. to sell the film and in fact that's really the only time you really fully see it right um, yeah and like, oh, this is an alien film, and and it kind. Of, I, I feel like it kind of was an alien film, but it kind of wasn't an alien film. Um, right. But uh, even the, you know, I, I don't. But I don't even know what that term means now. What does an alien film right. mean? Is it a, like, an alien film to me means there's this thing here among us, um, and there's this dark thing that we're experiencing, and we need to kind of learn how to deal with it. But uh, in Covenant, it was like. Well, we're on this planet, so is it really alien? Because it's already here. We're the alien, um, right? So it's kind of it's kind of this mix, um, mm-hmm. uh, this mixed signal. Um, but yeah. I don't feel like it was helped by the marketing at all. I feel like the marketing just kind of continued to demystify and demystify and demystify this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then also too, part of the marketing started off. Oh yeah, it's practical. It's practical. It's practical. That's all we heard about it from yeah. uh, the time that it was shooting. Yeah, they're going all oh, practical. That's what people were saying from the set. And then we yeah. see the film, and most of it isn't practical. Most of it, most of that guy in the suit is replaced by this, uh, this, um, this motion capture, motion basically. capture, or yeah. whatever they used. Um, yeah, which was like, well, this isn't what you said it was going to be. You know? right yeah um and, and it again, looked
0: cheaper too than like in prometheus you know prometheus that's some. um i noticed that a lot of people a lot of people talked about how prometheus visually it was just beautiful yes. um i didn't get that as much from covenant um you know there i mean there's shots i remember thinking oh that you know looks nice but it wasn't uh but you you could tell it was on a lower budget, and um, and that hurt the hurt the CGI. But you're right. I mean, it, you know, I was expecting more practical, and it was mostly computer generated, and wasn't even very well done CGI in a lot of places. So yeah. And,
1: and for the sake of balance um, with this, I think right. some, some people will be like. We we'll, we'll might hear those comments and our comments about it, like, well, okay, it wasn't practical or whatever. It's not that big of a deal. And I think it becomes a big deal when other things in the film aren't working for us. Right. Um, so then all of a sudden um, um, we are seeing these things. We're like, okay, this film isn't really working, but now this isn't working either. And now, mm-hmm. now that's working. But because, And I think a lot of this would be fixed if there was someone or something or whatever that we were invested in. Right. And we're like, like for instance, and I've said this with about aliens. There's some ridiculous things that happen in aliens, but it right. doesn't matter because we're in it, hook, line, and sinker. The performances, mm. the story, the arc, the 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 nonstop that tension to like, come on, we got to get off this planet or whatever. Um, yeah. So it doesn't matter that the this huge huge alien queen's all of a sudden and then this kind of small uh, fits her body in this small elevator. It doesn't matter. Right. Um, we mm-hmm. can forgive that. Um, yeah. And audiences can forgive things like that if the larger story, our belief is suspended because the larger story is working.
0: Mm-hmm. And um,
1: for many of us, the larger story wasn't working. Right. Um, and yeah. this plays into these are our kind of nuanced and multilayered opinions about covenant where there were some things in that they were amazing. You know, amazing. Uh, Some of the art, David's labs, amazing stuff there. You know, Um, Mm -hmm. we're having, we're interviewing Dane Hallett this coming week, who is the concept, the the creature concept designer for Alien Covenant. I mean, his work was profound. Um, His work is going to bring me back to see the film again. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, Uh, these are kind of the conversations like this isn't a, oh, we don't like Covenant or we hate Covenant or we, you we this or we're trying to bad wrap it we're just these are we're just trying to kind of break it down more and we'll continue to
0: Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. absolutely and uh yeah i echo you know what you said there's a lot to love about covenant um first half especially um and that scene you know i didn't i didn't see that uh footage that uh, that you got that you have to see I, i know um they posted it that was. I think at that point, I was like, I can't watch anything anymore. I have to, I have to wait till the movie comes out. But uh, seeing the theater and, uh, you know, I talk, talked a little bit about it in the interview we had before this and just how tense I was. I mean, it was literally my muscles were just tight. Yeah. And I was like, through the whole sequence, um Ferris is freaking out, like it just felt so realistic, and the music was so a so um it's just creepy and intense, yeah. and you know you knew this was kept getting worse and um and I just remember thinking that was an amazing sequence um and you know it's uh." And things like that, and there' was even interactions between David and Walter, which I thought were really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Michael Fassbender was amazing yes. you know he's just an, he's an amazing actor period, so he he really brings his a game um, every time to, to these films but uh, yeah, so there's a lot to, to love about the films um, you know just uh, but just overall just there's this feeling of you know, this lack of cohesion, um, and, um, of flow and, you know, just isn't, uh, it just feels like disjointed, like there's too many hands in the cookie jar trying to, you know, piece this thing together. And, um, you know, I just, I just don't feel like, I feel like really heart is into the ideas. I just don't feel like it's into the series yeah. and it's into the, the franchise and, um, you know, and who knows? yeah, who knows where it goes from here? Um, you know, it's hard to say Foss has been quiet about um, they haven't announced any sequel. I know they were talking about you know, before the movie came out, you know, Scott was already like, oh yeah, you know, the sequel's pretty much already written and you'd jump right into it, you know, after Covenant and, um, but now, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where it goes from here. Yeah, So I, I, uh,
1: I think that, uh, in terms of where it goes it has to have a heart. Right, it, yeah. It mm-hmm. has to, has to, has to have a heart. And if mm-hmm. it doesn't have a heart, um, it's going to end up being the same thing as Covenant, really and truly. Um, and to right. be honest with you, if by chance they give Ridley Scott the reins and do a next story or whatever, I don't know how they're going to market it, to be honest with mm-hmm. you. I don't know how you're going to get fans excited about it again. Um and it's that classic thing I think even Bill said, you know, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. Or yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. Um right. I, I just uh not that they're trying to fool us. Um I, I don't believe that, but uh they're going they're they're going to have to re reengineer everything about the next film. Um it's gonna to have to be a really uh really 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 well written story a story written by someone who really wants to write that story um who has a story to tell um and uh i just uh even as a podcast uh you know i you know i I don't know i don't know if i'm gonna jump on board the hype train again seriously if they just leave it a status quo and they let ridley scott take and direct the next film i i don't know Mm -hmm. um
0: yeah yeah no i agree um i am you know i'm kind of still interested to see where the this the prequel prequels go you know i'm uh you know still somewhat somewhat invested in you know that part of the story and see it you know, leads right into alien or at least how um or right yeah see how it leads into alien but um at the same time yeah it needs needs someone passionate behind it, um, really like into this series and, you know, not just a great, you know, writer with a, you know, a great story, but also a director that is really, um, really wants to bring the best product he can to the screen and really cares about this and loves this franchise and, um, isn't being pulled in multiple directions and, isn't doing, you know, one or two takes and just move on to the next shot, yeah. set up the next scene. You know, someone who's really, um, you know, I keep thinking of, you know, Denny Venouf, you know, from Arrival, Prisoner, Sicari. Those were just masterworks in pacing and mood. And you could tell he really wanted to tell these, these stories and, uh, and you know, all the time it needed. And uh, you know, I just I would I would love someone like that to be you know at the head of the next film, um, having it. So yeah, but um, yeah, hopefully hopefully that happens. We'll we'll see. Um, but that's uh, you know that's kind of you know where my my thoughts are at right now.
1: I hear you. So what do you think about Blomkamp? Camp? Do you think it's dead for him really?
0: I don't know. Was, I, you know, viewing the, the trailer, and um, you know, there's a lot, there's actually a the second trailer that I saw, just some queer um, aliens yeah. that, you know, he wanted to explore. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. I it, still still haven't heard anything from Fox directly. It's still not saying, yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. In camp. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's totally bad, but not still nothing from Fox, you know, still nothing official. Um, and I don't know. I don't know if this is still, I I, maybe I just sound naive now thinking it still might be some misdirection, but, um, you know, maybe there is still some hope that, you know, I, my thing is, I don't know after all this time, if Camp's heart really isn't it anymore. Yeah. Um, he knows and, the yeah, history.
1: After, yeah
0: yeah you know just after all these you know being shut down by Ridley blah blah, well, you know now it's like yeah you know I'm off doing starting this oat studios and doing my own thing um you know, I just I don't care anymore no, it's and that was, that was just really that sucks and I I mean, people on bolt that are paid like you know maybe maybe his film wouldn't have been. Um, good. It would have been nice. to at least give him a chance because he seemed to really want to want to tell a story. Yeah. And um, you know, it's I, I would have loved to, you know, for Fox to give him a chance to at least do it. I really wouldn't interfere with it. But it's like it was mostly a political thing, you know. Just he didn't uh, he didn't want to step on. Ridley's toes, and you know, do this film, and it sounded like it was going to be touching upon too many things Ridley wanted to do, and it's just, it's just unfortunate. Um,
1: just bad timing all yeah. around, right? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, and really, maybe the answer is to come in to do a sequel from Alien Three. Um, obviously, Ripley is gone, but to pick up, you know, there's there's a lot of areas that they can go um, with mm-hmm. with the series. Um Like we've talked about before, exploring the company. um, Yeah. um, And really kind of get back to the bare bones of what Alien is about. Right. Because I think it started off with Prometheus like, oh, who are we? Where do we come from? Oh, okay. And then Alien Covenant is like, well... Well, we don't know what Alien Covenant's about, um, but really right. the first three Alien films are really about you know there's a, a clear there's a clear through line there's a clear kind of narrative going on um, mm-hmm. the company and the the, the the little guy and there's space tr- truckers in space and uh, ordinary people thrust into an extraordinary circumstance and how they deal with it that's kind of the bones right. of Alien and I think we need to go a little simpler and I think really. Um, what's miring Alien, the Alien franchise right now, isn't even so much these larger stories that Ridley Scott wants to tell, because I don't think there's anything wrong with them inherently. I think the difficulty is having them being, having them find their place within this saga that's never been about that you know right um so people mm-hmm. are like oh oh okay interesting and even you know uh dave and michael you know our co-hosts they yeah. really latched on to like the xenos and they've kind of they have the, they found their place that they can kind of pivot from um mm-hmm. but covenant's not even about that either um but they've found a place that they can kind of celebrate and extrapolate um well what's going on what kind of xenos were these or you know all the the discussions right. they are yeah Um, Mm -hmm. Which I think are worthy, Um, but we need a firm story, and we haven't Mm -hmm. gotten a firm story. And uh, essentially, these films have been one offs. Yeah. And even with Mm -hmm. the prequel, the Star Wars prequels, it was one story and it was going on and on. You know, it was a story about Anakin Skywalker. That's the prequel. That's what the prequels for Star Wars are about. It's the story of Mm -hmm. Anakin Skywalker. The prequels for Alien was like, well, we thought we knew, but now we don't know. Now we're changing course. Uh, Now we're changing course a little bit more. Um, Mm -hmm. And if they don't find a director who is also a writer who is in love with the series, Mm -hmm. then we will never get uh, an Alien film that's satisfying to enough of us to kind of bring us together again.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I, I think... Even with, uh, you know, I love The Force Awakens, too, and, um, you know, I think I think J.J. Abrams, although, you know, like you pointed out, he's very much a studio director, he's, uh, you know, he doesn't really come up with his own thing, even though he, he'll he write stuff, but he's uh, very much just trying to, he's very safe, yeah. you know, Steve said, and I think he really—he's a big Star Wars fan. He yes. really enjoyed it, and yes. it showed in this show, *The Force Awakens*, so well. It just had so much of the the joy and just the the, um, the space opera feel that the original trilogy had, and um, it wasn't perfect, um, and it did rehash, um, or rework a lot of ideas, but it was so fun. Like I just remember leave a theater like that was just that was one of the most fun times i had in the theater yes. for a while yes and uh you know it's um yeah i think i just think the the series needs that it doesn't need to be you know have a, a lot of rehash stuff i think a lot of people thought think that bloom Camp's film would just be a lot of rehash of aliens um you know it doesn't have to be that but i just i just want the the fun that the director had behind the camera of the show on film, and, yeah. I just, uh, uh, and the passion and you know and the reverence, you know the 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 golden word that you know it, <laughs> I, <just laughs> thought, I thought I'd steal it at the time. But, uh, yeah, um, yeah, man, I was that. That's what I really want for this franchise: someone that's. Um, just really so invested and just loves the series um, as much as the fandom does.
1: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, and that's the dream, really. I think, really, that's the dream. And that, I really feel like if if we as fans oh, – oh, oh, uh, although I, I should back up because – I was gonna say, well, we as fans should we should be pushing for it, but there's you know there's enough people who are thinking no, this is fine. What Ridley Scott's doing is fine. Um, mm-hmm. So it's it's gonna be a discussion that we need to have, you know, right. um, because yeah. I, even I've discussed with people who are fans of Covenant, they say no, I really like the film, but I really see what you're talking about, and I understand yeah. the issues that you have with the film, and you're right. Um, so there you can kind of have those things be yeah. like like with Star Wars, we understand that there's some problems with the force mm-hmm. awakens we understand right. that there's a rehashing of things that didn't need to be rehashed but at the same time we also really enjoy it because his yeah. heart is in it and the truth is if blomkamp came back and made a film that was pure nostalgia and it was all it was was kind of things in we'd service. seen before i might yeah. have a problem with that i don't need to see ripley yeah. with soldiers again you know i right. would have a legitimate problem with it mm-hmm. um it just it just needs a handle on it. They need to get a handle on what these films are going to be about, and going forward, who's going to be in charge of them in terms of story, in terms of getting the story right, in terms of writing a story. Hey, these are the this is this is what we're setting up for the next film, and I think they tried to do that with Covenant. Um, like, hey, let's we're assuming that this is going to be really successful, so let's get this other film going right away. Um, right. But then all of a sudden it's oh wait a minute this story isn't working. It didn't work for these people, right. you know, it's yeah. not working for audiences. Um, mm-hmm. But I really feel like also too, the story needs to be parred down to something simpler, not simpler because we're dumb, not simpler because, Oh, um, we need something simpler, but simpler because this, the alien films are really kind of, have always been this kind of uh, play on what's happening in, in reality, whether it's the whistleblower right. or whether it's, you um, you know, uh, the corporation against you know the little guy or all these things and uh, get back to some of those basics without retelling mm-hmm. what we've already seen.
0: Right? Yeah, and keep stuff you know, and especially in the marketing, keep things hidden. You know, just don't don't reveal too much. Um, I feel there's this concern that they need to overmarket these films, yep. and um, and there's just, there's so much to be said about just just um telling you just enough to um even with the like the last Jedi stuff, I still don't really know what the, the story's about. That yeah. seems real interesting. And or with the Force Awakens, I think they had three trailers. I still didn't know what the
1: story was yeah, about. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, I was like, I can't wait to see this movie. It looks it still looks amazing, but there's so much I don't know. Um and they didn't show you every all the good things. Um, ahead of time, you know, it was, um, and you know, I it was even, I mean, it was different top, you know, marketing and ads and stuff. And when, A- when Alien came out, I don't think they really revealed that much in the marketing. Not at all. Yeah. Um, and it was just, or even Aliens, you know, it was, I, I don't know. I'm excited, from what I've seen, I'm excited, but I still don't know what's going to happen. I don't, um, I didn't see all the best scenes already. And I just think, I think Fox, like you said, they just need to simplify things a little bit. Um, the story can still be deep. It can still be layered. It can um, still have a lot of mystery and ask a lot of questions. Um, but, you know, it just needs to be, Alien was a very simple film, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. uh, um, did obviously a lot of layers, um, but it's, uh, overall, it's just very simple. And I think it would just help um, Fox to kind of simplify things that mean if that means cutting the budget more um you know that's you know that's what they if they feel that 's what they need to do then do it um yeah. you know uh, and you know that's but that's i think that would be the best way to go for the next film and if it 's another sequel to maybe another se- the sequel to Covenant would be a more simple film i don 't know um maybe it would work if they um Maybe Scott will be re have like a reignited passion for the series, or maybe they bring someone else on board to direct and Scott produces, and it just maybe it'll work. I don't know, um, but uh, I just feel like the way it's going right now is not the is not the best best way to go. And hey, you know, if I know there's people listening that, like you said, that would say it is going in the good direction, and you know, I'd, I'd love to hear from. I love to hear those you know those opinions and people kind of giving their their point of view and um, yeah I hope I I hope I've never come off as you know condescending or you know or disrespectful of anyone's views because I I really try not to be Um, and I really I love hearing about you know people that love these films and you know um, and also from people that absolutely hate them you know and just I want, I, I want to know why, and I, I like reading about why, and it helps me think more about them and think more about the series. Um, yeah. Yeah, so. For sure, um, for sure. Yeah.
1: And uh, but, I'll, I'll just leave it with this. Uh, uh, someone mentioned um, in a review of our show, I think, that they didn't like. They said that they use a, uh, this idea that we had an entitled opinion, I think it was based off of that episode I did with uh, William, the the with with Bill Robbie the founder of the Wayland and bulletin um yeah. I, I i think the confusion for, of entitled i don't feel like i'm entitled you know hey I, I am a fan i'm a super fan for sure um but i'm invested and i know you're yeah. invested and i know bill's invested and I know everyone who's a part of with the Whalen and bulletin that i know personally is invested and i think yeah. uh we sometimes it's might be easy to to confuse investment with entitlement um mm-hmm. And I think certainly for us, we being a part of uh, – a little bit a part of the of the hype, we helped with the hype for Covenant. Um, yeah. Uh, we were there. You know, Fox reached out to us. Mm-hmm. We, were able, we were able to kind of uh, post a video that they gave us to post. Um, uh, lots of things. So there's a real, real investment. And I think mm-hmm. for me, there I do have an expectation that um, – an alien film is going to live in the legacy of the first three um, be as serious be as respectful be as uh to the audience to be as reverent um and i expect that i do and it's not a sense of oh i'm entitled to it i don't think i'm entitled to it. whatever i mean if obviously you know if if a director doesn't want to do those things then that's what they're going to do um but i think i've you know i have a life you know i'll say twenty twenty five years of investment in fandom i mean i, I uh, and i've said this uh probably a year or so back on the podcast i mean i back when alien resurrection was coming out it was the first alien film i'd seen in the theater i had a um i had a uh a uh, a newsletter that i did through through hotmail Um, Mm -hmm. uh, and I had a lot of people who signed up for the newsletter and I would write all this stuff every month and send things out and I'd have contests and all these things. I've been invested in this series all of my adult life and into, and part of, and half of my teenage life. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, so eh, there's, I'm not going anywhere. Um, but I, I do, I, 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 I know we're all yearning to see the film, like we were discussing a little bit ago. Where we want to see a film that brings us together, that's that that respects its legacy, that that is reverent, um, mm-hmm. and that that carries on the story. Not not so much of Ripley, of but the story of Alien, the story of ordinary people in extraordinary circumstances about the little guy, the everyday guy, and that's what I right. hope to see. And I'm not entitled to see that, um, mm-hmm. but I'm working to see it. I'm fighting to see it. Um, I don't hate Ridley Scott. I don't. I don't. I'm not with him anymore. Um, I don't. I just don't feel like he knows what Alien is about. That's my opinion on Ridley Scott. That doesn't mean mm-hmm. it's the truth. Um, I'm, I don't really respond well to these films that he's made, and I think generally we can say most of the fans aren't responding well um, right. to these Alien films. Um, there are people who love them unabashedly, um, and there are people who love it who also think, yeah, there's problems with it. Yeah. Um, but I just. I uh, I really, I believe in my heart and my soul that there can be an alien film that is scary, that is, that is, uh, that rekindles all of those things that we love so much about the first three without repeating the first three. Um, right. And that's, that's what I'm here to do. That's what I'm here to fight for. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, it's, uh I think it's a great place to, to leave it, leave it for this episode. So, yeah. yeah awesome yeah was well, great.
1: thanks everybody for listening uh, thanks Ryan for doing this and being on the show yeah. and uh, we'll be back thank you. we'll be back um, again uh, we have we're recording a, an interview with Dane Hallett coming up we have another couple few people who worked on covenant that we're gonna be talking to um, we're trying mm-hmm. to get the actress who played Ferris on the show I'm working on that we'll see um, so yeah thanks everybody for listening yeah thank I'm you you